don't say no to your wife. <laughs> That's a suggestion. That's my lesson for today. <laughs> um, there's a beautiful thought that came out this morning from a hymn 373 and others that the Lord Jesus leads the singing in the assembly. Uh, if you wanted to look at that hymn 373, speaking of the Lord walking these paths that we walked, everywhere we went, He went first. And it says in verse 3, Now He praises in the assembly. Now the sorrow all is past. A little bit uh, further there. Um, verse 5. It is finished. It is finished. Who can tell redemption's worth? He who knows it leads the singing. Full the joy as fierce the wrath. And I just thought we could just reflect briefly on that thought that the Lord Jesus is our song leader. He's our leader in so many ways. Uh, but one of the ways He leads us is leading us in the singing. A few verses here and then a few thoughts. So from Psalm 18. We know this is a psalm in the voice of David giving thanks for the Lord's deliverance. And our brother Ken brought these thoughts to us how he, he heard his cry. He, uh, the, uh, God saved him. There's a beautiful passage in 16 to 19 where he you know he sent from above he took me he drew me out of many waters he delivered me from my strong enemy verse 19 he brought me out into a broad place he delivered me because he delighted in me and then we have this thought that ends the psalm in verse 49 therefore I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. David wasn't the only one who sang praises. The Lord Jesus sang praises to the name of His God and Father. And then we had in Psalm 22, a very painful psalm reflecting on the Lord's sufferings. And then there's a, there's a pivot in the middle of this psalm. In fact, it's in the middle of a verse. You'll notice in verse 21, there's a pivot from these, this plea and complaint, this, this expression of pain and a plea for salvation. And then in verse 21, it pivots, you have answered me. And then we have in verse 22, for example, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, 
praise him. So there's a, that's the, that's the point. He says, I will do it. And then he says, you do it. Verse 25, my praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. So isn't that a beautiful example of what we've been doing here this morning? The poor shall eat and be satisfied. But he's the one leading us in this worship. Maybe just one more verse from Matthew. Matthew 26. It's a really short one, but it's a, it's a verse that I really like. Matthew 26, verse 30. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. You know, I love to sing. I've always loved to sing. And I love the fact that the Lord Jesus is a singer. And uh, I wonder what hymn they sung. (laughs) You know, we always have these wonderings, these speculations. But whatever it was, just think about the fact that as the Lord prepared to go to the cross, He sang with His disciples. He sang a hymn, no doubt, of praise to the Lord. He sang a hymn of the Lord's deliverance, even though he knew what was coming that night. And so I think just I wanted to share those thoughts that uh, some of you may like to sing, some of you may not like to sing. Some of you may think you're a good singer. Others of you may feel like you don't like the sound of your voice or you would you kind of sing quietly because you're afraid someone else might hear that you're off key. But I think there's a real beauty in thinking about the Lord Jesus being here, guiding us, leading us in the singing. You know who I think of a lot when I think of that is Brother Viv Smith. Uh, He leads singing a lot from New York. Is that his name? Viv Smith, yeah. Sometimes I get my Vivs messed up. But, you know, he'll lead the singing. And, you know... He sings really loudly and powerfully. And it makes me want to sing louder. You know, if you've ever been there where he's leading the singing, he'll wave his hand sometimes and, and he sings really loudly and his favorite word is lustily. And it kind of, it pulls it out of me too. It makes me want to sing loudly. And I believe the Lord Jesus, when he's leading the singing, he's not just whispering, muttering, He's really expressing with the whole heart praise and adoration to God. Why singing? What's the difference between singing and, for example, the other things we do together? Preaching, praying. There's something about singing that expresses the fellowship that we share as an assembly. Right? Because even though as I'm praying... You may join with me. We, we, we sometimes will say that. You're joining with me as I pray. 
and sort of my words are expressing the prayer of the... But you don't know what I'm going to say next, right? So you can't fully enter into that prayer. But as we sing, we're all singing the same words and our voices join and rise to God as one. Isn't that beautiful? We all sound different, but we're all working together in that expression of worship. And you know, one of the voices in the mix is the Lord Jesus, His voice. So our fellowship is not only with each other, but it's with Him. Isn't that amazing? You know, one of the things that we do as we sing, sometimes you'll hear someone else singing a different part. We call that harmony. So you can sing in unison, or you can sing in harmony. But you know, you can't just sing any old note and make it harmonious, right? It has to be a certain path. And the truth is that we all have different expressions of our spiritual faith, our walk with God. Um, Diane once told me that somebody was uh, speaking about the birds and how each bird has a different voice, but they all sing, you know. And we all have different voices. And sometimes we might be even singing different notes. But those notes blend into a beautiful harmony that expresses the glory of the Lord. It's not an accident that we sing. And so he leads the singing. And you know, this leadership in the singing is different from, it's a priestly work. It's not a prophetic work. So the Lord Jesus is the perfect prophet, the one who speaks from God to man. So when someone, for example, is preaching, the, the participants in worship are listening and participating by receiving the word, and then this guy up here is speaking, giving the word. That's a prophetic work. It's a direction that moves from God to man. But singing is a priestly work. It's something that moves from man to God. And so the Lord Jesus is not only the perfect prophet declaring to us the Father, He's also the perfect priest. He joins with us. He's able to sing, thank you God for saving me, because He experienced it. He experienced being raised up from the grave so that He can join in song with us. It was a very gracious thing for Him to do. To be able to suffer like us, experience full humanity, so that he can sing, this world is a wilderness wide. Right? There's nothing that I can gain here, because this world is a wilderness wide. You know, he can sing all these beautiful thoughts of the Father. Father divine, in grateful love, we bow before thy face. The Lord is singing that with us, right? I mean, it's beautiful. So it's not a long message. It's just a few reflections on this idea of the Lord as a singer. And not just a singer, but the song leader. Um, So the next time you sing, you're sitting in worship together with the saints. Just remember that he's here too. He's also singing. Maybe that will help you to Let your voice out a little bit. Maybe it will help you to maybe even 
I don't want to say it like this, but almost practice the songs during the week, right? Like sing them, have them on your heart, so that as we gather, we can sing with power and dynamism to the Lord, because He's worthy. He's worthy of all our praise and adoration. Amen. Amen.